Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down toxic picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds He's still living on This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would have thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard from with that This is 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire and might Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a f***, he's a f***, the type Women wanna be with him Rappers hope he gets Eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime His f*** is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat He's not your everyday on the block He knows how to work with wood He's got making his way to the top He don't think it's a common on his name Hello Friday I've been waiting for you for a long time You just saved me But my life came crumbling down Hey, no, you're gonna leave me Hello Friday I've been waiting for you for a long time Hey, hey, listen We got business to get to So try to keep up Welcome in on a fantastic Friday. We got a week full of sports, basketball, football, baseball offseason. I don't know. We got lots of things to get to, so I hope you're going to stick around for the full three hours. We got a whole three hour show for you. Philip Martin's going to be in a little bit later. It's going to be uh, Confessions of a Killer, kind of. He, he wrote this amazing story today, and uh, it's about this new movie, the Fastbender's movie. Yeah, sorry, Pigskin. Uh, and then. Um, but apparently he knows a guy who's a contract killer that's never been convicted of any contract killings. Wow. He didn't name him. Well, it, it would be in his best interest not to name him. It's almost like uh, it's almost like Capone. This guy went down for uh, like robbing a, a, a armed car. <laughs> not not killing anybody. No. He's like, you should have stuck to your strengths, buddy. Killing yeah. people for Hacks money. Evasion. Yeah. It's like when uh, Samuel L.'s character in Goodfellas, you know, he forgot to get rid of the getaway car and, you know, they offed him. Yeah. Who was that? Samuel L. He was the getaway driver. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in the big Yeah, heist. he's waking up all sleepy in the morning, and they whack him. Exactly. Before he even had his morning coffee. They make that coffee to go. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we've got a busy day today. We've got a few guests coming in here, coming up bottom of the hour. In addition to the pigskin, we'll have Clint Sterner, thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai, who I, I keep teasing on the tweet that uh, it's MSA Star. Anyway, they're all they're all related. Mm. They're, all, they're all friends. But anyway, it's... Chris Crane Hyundai, we appreciate them. Hyundai's making some pretty good cars these they days. They sure do. They really have. They really do. They've upped their game. Uh, Veterans Day is coming up, obviously, tomorrow. Today's also the 248th birthday of the Marine Corps. Mm. And we are going to get some, uh, we're going to give you some military facts. And we're going to be joined in studio 
and on the phone by some folks in the military. So I just want to throw this out there. If anybody from the Air Force has some time and wants to pop in and hang out with us from 11 to 11.30, that'd be great. But I only have a friend who's in the Army, one who's in the Marine, and also knows a Navy guy because, you know, they got a great relationship. <laughs> yeah, they give them rides to where they're going to go fight. Thank you very much. Jack Nicholson. That was, uh, no, actually, that was, um, who was it? That was the other guy, the, the guy from 24. Um, Keeper Sutherland. Keeper Sutherland. Yes, yeah. that was it. Yep. Uh, e. Mike Catfish is coming up today, so Pigskin, listen, we don't give you much for coming up here other than a hard time, but we're going to give you some lunch today oh, at least. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad about uh, that. I don't know what Airly's bringing. Last time we had gumbo, it was pretty darn good. Ooh, they make a great gumbo. They really do. It's a nice dark roux. Yeah, I watched Wally eat some of that. He took one bite. He said it's too hot, so I ate mine spicy and I ate his. Spicy or yeah. temperature? Oh, spicy. He didn't like spice. There's a word for that. I won't I'm like, say it on I'm the like, air. man up, Nancy. I told him that. Thank you. But but listen, his loss was my game. Wally actually served in the military. I can't believe he's not tough enough for a little gumbo. Come on, Wally. Wally. Why don't you call in? Tell us about his military service. Well, he's, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're, maybe he's a former tough guy. We had a, a deal we asked, uh, oh, it's Basil at the Touchdown Club. He asked all the people that served to raise their hand last yeah. week. It was pretty, it was pretty emotional. It was good. Wally you know? still gets after. I see him at the gym yeah. pumping iron. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tangle well, with Wally. He might, he might go upside your head. He just got a, he's just got a uh, sensitive palate. I respect it. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, I was eating some hot sauce last night. We had some, uh, Chicken tortilla soup from Costco and a grilled cheese. Nice, you know, cold weather thing. Well, Kevin McReynolds a week ago just gave me some brand. He makes his own hot sauce, and it's habanero hot mm. sauce. I mean, he's like, look, be careful with this. Just a few drops. So I put like, I don't know, eight, ten drops in. My hair was sweating. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I kind of. That's like Frank. My dad likes to cry when he eats his hot food. What What does that mean? You guys, I'm play, You guys play amateur psychologist here, because you know it's not really enjoyable. Yet we can't help ourselves. Why do we do that? You're a psychopath. That might. Okay, that's mm, short answer. That's my guess. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's for Frank. Anyway, he eats raw horseradish and he loves it. He likes to. Uh, <laughs> I like wasabi. Like I eat so much wasabi, it makes my hair melt too. Nice. I'm with you. I don't know why. I'm There's a, a thin line, Justin, between pain and pleasure. Mm. Someone said that once. I think it was the Marquis de Sade. I think he did say that. Anyway, Wes, what uh, what are we excited about today? Me, personally? Yes. You. I'm excited the playoff starts. Well, it's a Friday night of playoffs. We had a Thursday night game last night. Parkview rolled. No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. You had a layup. It was 35 nothing. I mean, they've been beating teams a lot worse yeah. in conference play. So are they the little, odds on favorite no to doubt. win it all? No doubt. No yeah. To win their, their yeah. conference. Right. Or their, it, it, would uh, be a, it would be a huge upset okay. if someone knocked them off. The right answer is Razorback basketball is back on the court tonight, and everybody should be excited about watching them pound Gardner-Webb. Speaking of mismatches, 35 nothing will seem like a, a I don't know. They're playing Gardner game. and Webb. Well, that's like two-on-one. That's a fair point. It's like William and Mary. Yeah. It could be tough. Wow. Well. Oh. I think it'll be a blowout. I think they'll kill them. Yeah, I think so, too. The yeah, last well, 24 and a half. I was about to say, line's got to be around 25. Yeah. They went. They, they kept going up, 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 and wasn't anywhere close enough last time. So I strongly encourage you wagering on the uh, Razorbacks at Oakland today if you're going to go that route. Is this one of the last chances for the reserves to really show out so they can maybe be considered to be in that short rotation? they got another they got home game more. next yeah. Friday. A couple more. Yeah, they got a couple more before they go to their, uh, where is it, Atlantis, Atlanta, the Battle of Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. Bahamas. I heard Musk say, he said, we're not going to keep playing 13 all year, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you ain't going to play eight all year. You're no. probably going to be seven. Well, I think he's going to play a deeper bench. We've been talking about this. I think he'll play more guys than I usual. I hope he does. I like eight or nine guys. You don't have to give them equal time, but just a few minutes here, a few minutes there. I, I think that'll help down the stretch in the tournament. That's why they're going to go undefeated, because they're so deep. Ah, well, there you go. He said on his coach's show he, he was going to play eight, and now three of those guys, it could be different, three, you know, a couple guys this week or next week or the yeah. matchup. So he said it's not like I'm just going to play eight only in the rotation. It could be 11, but it's mm. just a different couple of guys each game. I do not think he's going to be playing 10 or 11 in a close SEC game. He'll be playing just – I mean, he is who he is. He's mm-hmm. a creature of habit. He's an NBA guy coaching right. in college. He's going to play seven or eight guys, and it's just who those guys are for that matchup and who's been practicing the best. Well, given that Doubleby's just signed up Joseph Pinion, I hope he gets in that number. That would make the commercials that I'm doing more interesting. He's so, one of those guys if they need yeah. a, a They need a sniper or a on zone, the wing. Yeah, a That's zone right. team. They, he can be buster. one of those guys. So they have Gardner-Webb tonight, Old Dominion Monday – UNC Greensboro next Friday, and then they play battle for Atlantis against Stanford. Now, I don't think Stanford's very good, no. but they do have Peja Stoyakovich's kid on the team. Really? Hmm. Nice. Andreas. How'd he end up over there? Stoyakovich. I don't know. I think he's. I think they live in California. Well, so. it's close to Sacramento, so that, that might be the connection. So. 
Um, I got a couple of things here. Last night, you know, we talked to Michael Felder yesterday. We talked to Michael about college football, but Michael was excited. And he almost, like, said it sheepishly. But I was like, no, you should be banging your chest about this. He got to go see Caitlin Clark in person. I was sort of hopeful that somehow, some way, Mike Neighbors would be able to magically pull off a matchup with Iowa and get them to come oh, down to that Fayetteville. that would be so cool. Everybody that gets them in the non-con is going to have a huge turnout. Iowa women's basketball has sold out every game this season already. Yeah. That's amazing. 15,000 a night? I'm guessing LSU women's basketball probably is doing okay, too. And they started with a loss. They did. It was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Vautech Ken, uh, coach Kenny Brooks said uh, when asked about Caitlin Clark, I love my girls. By the way, Iowa won. It was a close game. Virginia Tech had a girl that went for 30. A woman that went for Virginia 30 last Virginia Tech night. is good. They are. They're eighth. He says, I love my team, but sometimes you're playing checkers and she's playing chess. Hmm. She's that good. She is that good. Now, she was like 13 of 31. Not like 13 of 31. She was she 13 was. of 31. She shot or made five threes, so she was a volume shooter last night. Thirteen to seventeen free throws, but watching her operate is remarkable. I've not talked about another woman's basketball player on this show more than her, I don't think. And then to watch her lose to Angel Reese and get uh, ridiculed in the process was hilarious. But it's great. I think it's fun for this season. There's there's some, and I'm telling you, it's like eight to one. Don't forget about South Carolina. Just saying, she's a magical being. She's just she's like a. A, a female Larry Bird, kind of. She's a female Maravich to me. Yeah, that, that's a that's she's even Maravich-y. better. But I, you know, our friend Joe Klein, he has great disdain for what we call volume shooters. She's generally not a volume shooter. She sure. just had a bad night last. She usually night. shoots twenty times and makes fifteen of them precisely. Last night, also, did you guys see the James Madison game? No. Mm-mm. Okay, I didn't watch the game. I just saw the highlights. James Madison is down to Kent State by five. There's three seconds left. Oh, They're I undefeated. Did see that. Still. Yes. Kent oh, they State, were undefeated. Kent State is inbounding the ball. Yeah. And they, or I'm sorry, Kent State is shooting free throws. Oh. James Madison comes down, hits a three. There's like one and a half seconds left. Kent State commits a foul, uh, an offensive foul, trying to screen to get the ball in. And so James Madison runs a beautiful play. They get a layup to force overtime. Going to the end of overtime, Kent State hits a three out of the corner to force double overtime. Oh, wow. And James Madison ends up winning the game 113-108 to after outscoring them 12-7 in, in double overtime. So, but they scored five points in three seconds. That's insane. It's, a, it's awesome. Mm. So maybe Kent State's better than Michigan State since they beat both of them. Maybe. Yeah. I love James Madison beating Izzo, mm. that little imp from Iron Mountain. No, James Madison won the game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they've won two games in overtime. They beat Michigan State earlier yeah. this week and then Kent State. And, and Izzo's nephew is on the team. Is on he, the was, coach. he was assistant coach. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that'll make for an awkward uh, holiday season. I doubt they're going to be spending Thanksgiving together. I'm guessing one mm. of them or both of them have tournaments somewhere. Probably. probably. Yeah. Um, you guys have seen this probably, and we've been you know thinking about distractions this week. I picked Michigan anyway. I don't care. I think I think Jim has done a good job of um, circling the wagons, so to speak, like the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to play really well at Happy Valley, and I think they're going to win the game by 10 points. But Ole Miss is in the same boat now. Ole Miss has a tough game already at Georgia. A lot of people think maybe they can give uh, Georgia some trouble. Wes has been talking about it. We've been focused on it. They've got a hard run here. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least hard by most people's standards. I don't know if it's good enough to get Georgia in trouble. But now Lane Kiffin's got this off-the-field thing. He's being accused of mistreating a former defensive tackle. And the kid apparently uh, recorded the last conversation they had. And I've seen a lot of people rallying around Kiffin on this. I'm sure there was a lot of discussion with whatever the HR version of the athletic department is, or maybe there is an HR department, or however you deal with students. Anyway, student-athlete affairs, um, about what kind of ground he stood on when it came to dealing with mental health issues. Now, everybody's taking this kind of thing generally very seriously, but i got to be honest, I kind of side with Kiffin here. Just because you have mental health issues and you don't feel like you can go through team team activities, if I ask to speak to you or meet with you, you still need to come to my office. Well, yeah. This sounds like a Mike Leach, Craig James kid kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Except for he didn't record him. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it, look, if you, if you don't want to be on the team, don't be on the team. But if you're on the team, you kind of have to do the things that the team demands you a do. A few things. Yeah. Yes. That's kind I mean, of the within way reason. Is. If you don't yeah. feel like you're ready to go play or practice, that's okay. We can right. live with that. But, like, you can't just disappear no. and keep getting your scholarship. Here's the exchange. If you would have come here when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you, and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. Well, what f-ing world do you live in? <laughs> I don't see why you got to be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. 
Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f***ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being a f***. It's called hiding behind s*** and not showing up to work. He is suing for $10 million in compensatory damages and $30 million in punitive damages. That didn't sound like it was worth $40 million bucks to me. Uh-uh. That's just one man's opinion. He probably, sh- I think he should have asked for less. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he would have been more successful. Well, listen, let me ask you a question, Justin. As a, a general manager and somebody who's had to have some unpleasant meetings with some employees who turned into former employees, mm-hmm. you've got to have the right... To be able to keep the ship going in the right direction, you you can't. You know, somebody says, "Well, you know, I'm having a crisis, or I'm having this." Well, I understand that, but at the same time, you're running a business, or you're in charge of an operation. Don't you have the right to be able to make sure that the organization is healthy if it involves getting rid of somebody? Yes. Well, again, I think we're pretty lenient and pretty understanding generally as a society, and I think it's certainly in sports. Mm. Um, but you also have bare minimum things you need to do. Exactly. So anyway, we'll see what shakes well, out. There you go. See if it ever makes it to court. Well, if that guy couldn't deal with Kiffin, good luck dealing with Robert Montgomery Knight back in the day. Or Saban today. Or I Saban think. today, or Bo Schembechler, or Woody Hayes, or any of those guys. Frank Cush. One of my mentors, Steve Sullivan, always says, you get what you tolerate. You tolerate that for too long with too many guys. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're not even in the conversation to beat Georgia, and you're not ranked, and you're not in competition for... Western Division titles or anything else. Listen, when I played, I got yelled at and I got cursed and I even got threatened one time I by know. a coach. I've had all kinds and of things. It didn't, it didn't really bother me. I mean, I'm pretty resilient. I'm like, oh, so what? You yeah, know? Things that have changed. Make it but right, though. No, things have changed no. for sure. But this, you know, again, if the kid disappears and mm-hmm. doesn't go see the coach when he's asked to go see the coach, you know. Is he suing because he was kicked off the team or the way it Kiffin handled. handled it? Suing because his feelings were hurt, Wes. He's a backup lineman. Career's been marred by injuries. Lawsuit alleges Kiffin intentionally took adverse action against him on account of race for requesting and taking a mental health break, but not taking adverse action against white student-athletes for the same request. It alleges sexual discrimination on the basis that Ole Miss has not taken adverse action against female student-athletes for requesting and taking a mental health break. So he's claiming (laughs) racism, sexism, Kiffinism, all the other things. So so he wanted to be treated like the women? That's what he's saying? I think he wants to be treated better than the women. Well, I'm kind of embarrassed by that as a man. Well, it's going to be interesting. And again, there is an old school versus new school mentality thought process on this because, you're right, we endured a lot of crap and we just had to put up with it because that's just the way the world worked. Things are not the same anymore. But my thing is, again, if the allegation by Kiffin's side is, or mm-hmm. the Ole Miss side is, you didn't do the bare minimum, which is come and meet with Show me when I ask you. I ask you to meet. come in. you got to come in. You I mean, I, to. I get to come in. I get to at least have an assessment from yeah. you. Where are you? How That's are right. you? What's going on with you? Like, I should be able to get that conversation out when of you. When you blow off the meeting, how would Kiffin know? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh. And I don't know how many of his white student-athletes have asked for mental health breaks, so... I wonder if maybe that would be something to ask the military guys. Do they, as the military changed enough where a great the drill sergeant can't get in their grill and like Lee Army, you know, start yelling at him? I think it's highly unlikely because with a football player, you're trying to win a game, yeah. and in the, in the military, you're trying to not be dead. What did Lee Ermey say to Private Joker? You better sound off that you love the Virgin Mary. You know, it's a I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they yell at you or hit you for that, but they used to. I gotta think there's some voice raising going on. Minimum. I, 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 you think they still yell at people? I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing they do too. So I yeah. used to yell at people. I don't do that anymore. That's good at work. JW is on the line. It's ten twenty four. What's up, JW? Ma'am, um, you know. Just things like men today are not as men as they used to be. They're they're too sensitive. Their social media is a is a starting point for mental illness. And even Congress has talked about it with TikTok and how it's dumb people down and they're into their feelings. And it's a big eye that's being closed to it. We want to make a lot of excuses, but we live in a day and time where we're too sensitive instead of being men, them days are over with. 
And if it doesn't get corrected, you're going to be seeing a bunch of cheerleaders out there playing football and whining and crying. But that's not why I called. <laughs> why I called for is this. You are something, man. We can all agree that the transport portal and the NIL money and all the money coming in, the days of really enjoying football with a player like McFadden or, you know, a player that comes in as a freshman and stays his time, you get to grow and love and watch this player. Nowadays, it's hard to get a grasp on who was here two years ago without really thinking. You know, are them days over with? No. Like seeing your player. You mean like K.J. Jefferson or Rocket Sanders have been here for six four, years? five years? Eight years? Three you mean like Rocket? Clark has I, been I, here? I, Rocket, no. I do think there will be... We've only seen him twice, really, if you really want to get into J.W., Rocky. I think I think you're right to some degree. Like I think that will become... Rarer, but the guys like Devo who come and they stay and they finish their career and don't transfer, those are going to be the guys that are celebrated. I mean, we talk about it, mm-hmm. we've said it for years. Like, you go to Arkansas and you stay a Razorback for your career, Except no matter what happens, you're in great shape after you get I out of school. It. That's what those, those guys are going to become even more feted and more celebrated and yeah. more appreciated. Yes. Because this is a state that really, obviously, you know, dotes on those guys. Well, you just answered my question. Great. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Look at guys. me. Like, Devo hasn't been the best player on any one of his teams. Right. But he's been here the whole time and everybody loves him. Nobody he's nobody doubts guy. his passion, his commitment, yeah. his you know, his dedication. He works his butt off. Team I mean, man. that's I, what people can get behind. I had a caller yesterday saying he's gonna go down as the best Razorback of the past twenty five years. He hasn't been the best player in mm-hmm. the past twenty five years, but he's been here for Let me give you a name. His name is Anthony Boone. Okay? Anthony Boone played at Ole Miss. And his number is retired along with just a couple of other guys like Archie Manning at Ole Miss. You know why? Not because he was the best player on his team, although he was a good player when he was healthy. It's because he fought through the adversity and people respect him for the man that he is. So I think that's what, again, that's what you're going to get out of guys like that. And again, it is it is more rare. I mean, let's not pretend like it isn't. But well, it's so more think, rare in basketball. But it, yeah, in basketball. Football, for sure. I, I think we could go down the roster and you'd be surprised. But there's a lot of guys who are transferring out. And they're, I mean, even guys who are in great shape, who are starters, who were stars. I mean, Catalan. Look at, no, wait, let's look at, did Knicks have to transfer? Would no. he not be the best quarterback on Auburn's team right now? By a factor oh, yeah. of three, yes. What about, uh, who's the guy that's uh, the other quarterback? Caleb Williams, USC. No, 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 that's not, well, that's no. a good example. Yeah. But Penix. Michael Penix, yeah. No. <laughs> you just run no. through them all. Run through no. all the we star got quarterbacks. of them. Yeah, we can keep no, going. No, I mean, I was trying to think of a different one. I'll, I can't remember who it is. But anyway. Hudson Card at Purdue. There's a bunch of them. I mean, that's. Sam Hartman. No, the kid they transferred from Wisconsin. Oh, Graham Mertz. Mertz. Graham Mertz. Florida. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You think he wasn't going to start at Wisconsin this year? Uh, they oh, yeah. scored like they're scoring like ten points a game. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure he could start for uh, wherever. Where, oh, Cardinals. I, I was looking at the numbers. Did you see the story about Dobbs? Dobbs is talking he about how his coach know. basically yeah. lied to him repeatedly. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, you're going to start the next game. Cool." Then he comes in the next day. He's like, "Actually, we're going to start this other bum who threw for like 57 yards or something." Then the next day, he's like, "Hey, we're not going to trade you. We really want you here. Great." And then he's like, "His, his agent calls like, uh, you're going to be traded." Then probably. goes to Minnesota and wins a game. <laughs> it's great, great story. I loved it. He's better off. He is, no doubt. That's a much better organization. What's up, Hooper? Hey guys, what's going on? I don't know. I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Happy Friday, though. Same to you. Just got a question for you guys. Talking about uh, transfer or talking about transfer portal and NIL. Talking about Hogs football, though. What? Where do you think Arkansas football would be? And this is a football question because I think Arkansas basketball with Musselman kind of the record speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. But what, where do you think Arkansas football would be if we did not have the NIL? Talking about facilities and us being in the SEC and locations. Where do you think Arkansas would be football wise if we didn't have the NIL? And separate, what if we didn't have the NIL and transfer portal? Where do you think Arkansas would stack up in the SEC and in the top 25 range? That's a good question. I'll hang up and look Well, they're doing fundraisers now to try to create money for the collective so they can give more money to the student-athletes. Arkansas, I think we can all agree, is... I almost said failing. That's not the right word. Arkansas is trailing. It's it's counterparts in well, the SEC. Well, we have a sample size. They've been in the league for 30 years. You know, fig- figure out the average over the 30 years. That's where they would be. Because most I think, of that time you didn't have the NIL. I think Arkansas was in better shape without it. Really? I think Arkansas was in better shape before the NIL was a thing, yes. I don't think it put them closer to the top. I think it puts them further down. That should down. have helped them, though, shouldn't it? No, because the other schools are raising more money. I mean, right? Am I wrong? In the SEC, yeah. Uh, I think they sit 12th in the country, but 8th in the SEC. There's like five of the richest people in the world in Arkansas. Why don't they pony up? Don't they care? They have other Doesn't things it to matter? Money on. 
Yeah, there's no doubt transfer portals helped Arkansas. Muss has but, uh, navigated yeah, it well. But has it helped it? Well, football, has it helped it comparatively to its its counterparts, though? No. Everybody's a little no. better because of it, but are you yeah. better? Are you gaining ground on your mm. counterparts because of the NIL or transfer portal? And I would argue probably not. Yeah, I think it's point. been a wash. So, yeah. I don't In think so. I think, no they're, I think they're falling backwards, actually. But, yeah, basketball, it's definitely helped. Wow. It <laughs> should help baseball, too, because you should be able to get just about anybody you want. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, you look at the roster and some of the transfers they got in. It helped it tremendously. last year. Yeah, a I lot think of guys. we're a little tainted uh, because of that six-game losing streak. If they had an offensive coordinator that was capable this year and had a good offense, I think this record would be a lot different and we'd be talking uh, a lot different about the portal. Good point. In what way? Well, if if they were right now at eight and... Two instead, or what are they right now? They're three and six. Yeah. So let's say they like were six, and, six three. and three. Yeah. I think we'd feel different about the, well, yeah. the transfer portal. Well, sure. but I mean, who of their guys that are all the wide receivers? Maybe uh, Tesla caught a couple Jackson, more passes. The defense, yeah. the linebackers. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Defensive ends. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've got a lot of players weird, that are playing. The defense, defensive backs, all the DB, DBs except for Newton. Nudie was a transfer in the beginning. Hudson. Yeah, he's. One of the few in the, the defense is much better than it was yes. the last couple of years, but the offense has been worse. We just got a bad taste in our mouth yeah. for that well, stretch. The defense is not significantly better from a personnel standpoint either. No, it's not. Coach, the coaching made a big difference. Those DBs are better. This year's DBs are better than last year. And remember last year they were last in the country in pass defense? A lot of guys running past them last Snacks. year. Snacks. You don't make much. that much ground up with a limited number of difference, difference yeah. makers. I'm saying is my point is there's not like they completely overhauled the personnel. They completely overhauled the coaching staff. Yeah, it's pretty close. They they kind of they overhauled the complete thing. How many guys are back from last year's defense, Wes? The majority. No. Right. No. Yes. No. There there are more transfers that are starting than guys that are back. Okay. You have to run through the list for me. I will. Okay. Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 1037 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. The weekend in football really got going last night in college and pro. First, the National Football League. It was the Bears taking down the Panthers 16-13 to as the Carolina Panthers kicker Eddie Pinheiro missed a 59-yard field goal to tie the game at the end of regulation. The Bears are now 3-7, and 2-3 and three at home, and the Panthers fall to 1-8 and eight on the season. In the college ranks, it was number 11 Louisville getting a 31-24 victory over UVA. They had to rally past the Hoos to get to 9-1 and one on the season, outscoring them 17-3 in the fourth quarter. And then in the Sun Belt, it was Southern Miss scoring a 34-31 overtime win over Louisiana. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. For all the times you multitask, Malvern National Bank has technology to make banking easier. When you need to transfer travel money into your account while on the go. When you need to pay your friends back for lunch. When you need to check the balance on your account. When you need to locate the nearest branch or ATM. Or when you need to deposit a check and don't have time to go to the bank. Simple to use website tools and apps at your fingertips. To find out more, visit mnbbank.com. 
Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Cobra Commander, I figured out when to attack G.I. Joe. What's your new idea, Destro? We attack Saturday at 9 a.m. They'll all be listening to Guatney Unplugged at 1037 The Buzz. Excellent. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckrey and Wes Moore. All right, 1035 in the zone. Westmore, Justin Aker, the pig, skin, and the wizard on a Friday. Lots to get to. Thanks for being with us. Let me clarify. I'm starting to get texts from my friends. They're like, you're being argumentative. And I'm like, yes, I am. My point is not transfers generally. Obviously, there's a lot of transfers on Arkansas's defense. My point is you don't have any superstars. You have one for sure NFL guy, maybe two. And you're, it's not like you're getting superstars out of the portal, is my point. I don't think Arkansas is doing better comparatively to their counterparts in the SEC with the NIL or the portal. That was the point of the original conversation. So you're saying the sum is greater than the well, I'm trying to heap some parts. I'm trying right. to heap some praise on Coach Williams. Yeah. I finally saw a story in the Democrat Gazette this week about what a great job Williams is doing. Not that they haven't you know, suggested that in the past, but I mean, that's, to me, the storyline this year. Defense has been a lot better in the offense. Is he winning with a bunch of first-rounders or second-rounders no. or third-rounders or fourth-rounders or fifth-rounders? I don't know. I no, don't sir. think so. No, sir. I mean, Landon Jackson's going to be a first-round pick, potentially, but anyway. Wes is counting over there. Uh, real quick, just Chuck, and then we're going to get Clint on. What's up, Chuck? What's up, y'all? Um, I want to talk about the, the mental health thing. First of all, I think that men being able to get kind of over the machismo BS of the 70s and 80s and actually being able to uh, realize when they're having struggles and being able to address them is a very brave thing to do. It's not, uh, I know JW the caveman wants everybody to cram all their feelings down and just be tough guys, but that's not healthy. Um, As a matter of fact, just this past week, um, Darren McFadden, the greatest Razorback of all time, admitted that he struggled with mental uh, mental struggles. That's what led to his alcoholism. That's what led to his six-month sobriety journey that I'm very proud of him for. So you can't really love and be proud of Darren McFadden, but say if you admit you have feelings, you're a wimp. Those two things don't uh, don't go hand in hand. Um, now that being said, the kid from uh, from Old Miss, um, I think he was trying to tee up a uh, a lawsuit from the very beginning. You don't ignore your coach for weeks and then go in there and secretly record him and be flippant the entire time you're talking to him about, well, I wasn't really talking. I wasn't really talking. Uh, you know, I hope that kid loses his lawsuit and he, I hope he realizes his football career is over because there's no one on the planet that would want that guy on their team now. All right, then. Thank you very much, Chuck. Well said. Bring in Clint. Turner, play action. Looking, pump. Throws down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws. Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown. Happy Friday, Clint Sterner. What's going on? Man, I don't know it, fellas. Good, uh, great combo, man. I uh, I always enjoy the, the minute or two that I get to listen to what you guys are are not are, are knocking down before I come in, man. That's uh that's some good stuff. Justin's arguing and, and mental health is the topic of conversation over across the state line over at Ole Miss, man. Anything that distracts uh Lane Kiffin's good. I wish it had been the week that they played Arkansas would have made a lot more sense, so would have been more helpful. Anyway, um how you feeling about uh the game this weekend? I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I mean I've I've really felt good about this this one uh, all year from the perspective of if if we get a a just the good doesn't have to be great doesn't have to be anything earth shattering just just if we get a good Arkansas football team um, and I'm, when I say good I, I'm I'm obviously I know what I've been watching and I know what team I'm watching if if we get the good version of the Razorbacks and I think we win this game at home handily uh, if we don't then. Then uh, you let you let a, a bad football team stick around that that is is well coached and and uh, has some creativity on the offensive side of the ball. Although they're not very, they don't have a quarterback and 
they're just quite frankly not very good. They if you if you leave them or if you let them hang around in the fourth quarter, um, whether it's you freeze dialing something up on schedule on time that that uh, hits home, or it's one of their athletes just playing off script, um, you know, scoring some points and and causing problems. If you allow that to happen, it's very likely to happen. If if not, you, if you do what you did last week. Uh, and you go out there and, and you play to to your strengths, um, then I think Arkansas wins this game handily. And, and as I said before, I, I think Arkansas has got a chance to get bowl eligible. It's going to end up coming down to the Missouri game. When you say handily, you're talking 10 points, 14 points, something like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I think I, if I had to put points on it, I would say double digits. Um, you know, if I, to define handily, I'd say double digits. But but I'm, I'm, more, I'm more really referring to kind of just handling the game. I mean, we should be able to watch four quarters of this football game and know who has the the very experienced quarterback um, who who has really what I think at this point in time at Auburn has the superior uh, players, I think, across the board, who has the All-American running back. Um, you know, I, I think we should see those things. Who has the home field advantage? Um, you know, who who has the ability to, to, to just really throughout four quarters, I, I think it's it, it's it's more about just kind of dictating and controlling the game more so than, you know, this thing shouldn't be a shootout. It shouldn't be one of those that, like, we're watching the fourth quarter and we're like, well, if the first team that screws up, kind of like the Alabama-LSU game last week, it's like, well, the first team that screws up, boy, is going to be in a 14-point hole because the defenses aren't stopping anybody. You know, we, we shouldn't. I don't think it's going to be one of those games. I, I think you just you you start from jump. And you beat up on them, and as the game goes along, you pull away. And in the fourth quarter, I think you, you put them to bed with it's it's a it's a two score game, two possession game, and, the, and they don't have enough clock left. I don't know why I'm more worried about this game than everybody else is. Uh, this is an Auburn team that played Mississippi within a touchdown. They've blown out or won comfortably against two bad opponents, Auburn and, and uh, Vanderbilt, the last two weeks. Do you see any improvement from Vanderbilt or from Vanderbilt from uh, Auburn, Clint, the last few weeks? Uh, from comparatively to what they did early in the season where they were still adjusting to the new staff and the new system? Well, I'll be honest with you. Outside of just the normal, you know, the, the, the I think, you know, obviously getting more familiar with each other and the, the coaches kind of figuring out who can play, who can't kind of deal, who can stay healthy, who who doesn't blink when the lights, you know, when the stage is big and the lights are bright. Outside of that, um, I, I haven't studied Auburn. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly – um, I mean, I can't break down the difference between what it looked like this week versus what I what I saw early in the season. I can tell you that they that the the they did miraculously find a quarterback that's going to help them win. I mean, they are mm-hmm. they are severely they are severely handcuffed at the quarterback position, and and when that's the case, um, you know, I, I just you just it's hard to win in this league, especially when you're going up against again a team that's got. You know, say what you want. I mean, guys going into the season that were were all American caliber caliber players in in Rocket and KJ. I mean, it, it's they should have the ability that the a huge advantage in that department. You look at what Auburn is just. I mean, the month of October, I mean, they gave up. They played, I think, in three or four games, gave up over 200 yards rushing a game. Um, I mean, that that bodes well for Arkansas. Arkansas should be able again, once again, Arkansas should be able to control this game and really dictate this game. And, and the, the ebbs and flows of this game, I guess control the ebbs and flows of the game more so than, than dictate those. But this is just one of those games Arkansas should be able to to control if they don't shoot themselves in the foot. If Arkansas can stop the run, i got to think Auburn's in trouble. I just can't see Auburn throwing the ball successfully against Arkansas. Agree wholeheartedly, man. I, I, look, I like Arkansas secondary and, uh, you know, and, and, and really their overall at, at the complementary defense. I like Arkansas's defense. Now, you, in, in this league, you're going to get into shootouts from time to time, and, and it's, it's just going to—it's just going to happen. It happened, you know, last week against a bad Florida team. Ultimately, it, it, it happened against LSU. It, that, that's going to happen. But I, I think overall, this defense gives us a real chance to win ball games. And again, when you—this defense, when you when you're going against a squad that doesn't have a quarterback, like great, say what we want about about Florida. I do not think it's the Florida team of old and I mean they clearly I, I, I think Kirby Smart was spot on when, when he said Dan Mullins don't like to re- recruit that's exactly what it looks like um, but Graham Mertz is I would say a high level processor at the very least an experienced player that can make you pay when you make mistakes or when you get, when you when you when they get the matchup they want and that's just a luxury that Auburn just doesn't have against, against our defense I think we've got 
a, a pass rush that can go get the quarterback and cause problems in any situation. I think we've got long physical defensive backs that, that may not be able to run with anybody in the country, but they, they can pressure, they can press, they can get physical, um, they can shrink windows when, when in zones because they're so long. Um, I, I think Arkansas is, uh, again, for a middle-of-the-road team or, or a, really a, a bottom half of the SEC team, I think Arkansas's defense is a problem. Clint, the best discussion we had this week on the show, Coach Kelly was in here and we debated about who was going to make the playoff. We were looking at the latest college football playoff rankings and we put a little wager on it. Which teams, assuming, you know, obviously you're going to have some one-loss team in there maybe, you've obviously got a huge game with Ohio State and Michigan still looming, uh, Oregon maybe with a rematch with Washington, you got to kind of guess what's going to happen. Does Alabama beat Georgia in the SEC title game? Which teams do you think will be there at the end of the day in the Final Four if you had to pick four today? Really, really high on Florida State. Um, you know, Florida State and Georgia, those two teams right there. I, I just I, like I don't know how the committee has put Ohio State ahead of, of of Georgia. Whether you're watching what they've done this year or or you you look at at Georgia having back to back champions. I mean, that's got that championships. That's got that's got to mean something. I'm not saying you you rank them number one because of it, but when they come out, they're undefeated. They just beat Missouri, who was a a, a top 15 team and, and is obviously the college football playoffs still think highly of them because they're still ranked up there pretty good. So I don't know how Georgia's not number one, but Georgia and Florida State are the two teams that I'm, that I'm really, really bullish on. I, I think Michigan ends up coming out of the big, tw- uh, out of the big 10. I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying Ohio State once again. I got a great football team. Obviously they're in the conversation, but I'm, I, I'm buying Michigan before I buy, uh, Ohio State this year. Um, and then when it comes down to the Pac-12 rep, um, you're assuming Texas. Have, what if Texas wins out as a one-loss team? Uh, I, I'm not. I, well, I think they're in. I definitely think they're in. But but for the sake of our conversation, I, I don't trust Texas in a, okay. in a college football playoff top four conversation. All right. Um, I, I don't. I just don't trust them at this point. What do you I think th- they got the dudes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't trust them. Well, they get Ewers back this week. What do you think if Texas wins out and Oregon happens to win out in the Pac-12 and beat Washington in the rematch? I think Texas gets in. I, I, I think Texas. I think Texas is is the the um, as the college football playoff sees it. I, I think Texas is the more dominant brand, and I think I think the college football playoff committee will look at the Pac-12. It will be done after this year. And I know these things are all should be non-factors, mm-hmm. but I just firmly believe behind those doors around that big table, I think these conversations, these kind of conversations are had. So I, I think if it comes down to it. And it's cutting time. I, I think Oregon gets cut, or Washington, and/or Washington gets cut before a University of Texas before they enter the SEC gets cut. Yeah, name, especially a University of Texas that beat Bama. Even though we, I think mean, we think Oregon and Texas straight up. I mean, I like Oregon's chances to win the game on a neutral field. Love Oregon. Yeah, yeah. me too. Love. I agree. I agree. The, the one I'm, I'm not hmm. as I like watching Washington um, when I see an offense that's as wide open and as as. Um, explosive as as they are through the air there's a lot of low percentage there's a lot of high risk high reward type type of football i don't we've never we haven't seen that play well in the college ball playoffs uh the last time washington was in yeah it, it was very similar yeah. um when when oregon's got in and it was it was that uh the, the chip kelly kind of that gimmicky offense it, yep. it just and no no disrespect i love i love what they did and and, and i don't want to minimize getting there but we just haven't seen that that really pl- those offenses play well. Let me curveball um, you here. Let me curveball you here. Okay, go ahead. Ohio State loses to Michigan by a field goal, last second field goal on the road in Ann Arbor, and that's their only loss of the season. Well, that means they turn around and beat Michigan in the. No, they wouldn't play. Game, no, they correct? don't play. No, because they have divisions. That's right. It, it would be. It, well, yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That. That. No. I mean, you're done. You're out. I mean, if okay. you if you lose to another top team. And you do not play in the college football. I mean, in the uh, in your championship, I, I don't know how you get in this year. Okay. All right, that seems fair. I, I know it's happened. Before, I know it's happened before with SEC teams. I, I know. I, I believe that's that's where it's happened before, right? The SEC is the only place it's ever happened. Yep. A team that didn't win there, or, or was it, did Ohio State Michigan, last year? Ohio there? State yeah. got in. Well, yeah. we we had Alabama and, right. and and Georgia in the championship game. And Alabama and LSU in a rematch a few right. years ago. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't think it happens this year, man. That that would be. But but you. I mean, we go back to the brand conversation, guys. For me, I, I just believe that that whether it's Michigan or Ohio State, that brand or Texas, those three brands mm-hmm. being a one-loss football team, uh, I think they're going to trump any of the Pac-12 teams. 
I'll just be completely honest with you. I, th- I think that's going to happen. I think you're probably right. Doubt. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Even though I'd love to see Oregon in there because I think they're good enough to beat anybody. I agree, man. I, I think oh, I, I like Oregon a lot. I, I think I think they are they are uh, the real deal, man. I, I would like to see them get in and and uh, and make a run at it as well. But um, I mean, they're really the only knock on Texas guys is just the inconsistencies on both sides of the football. I mean, Worthy disappears. Quinn Ewers is up up and down. The defense mm-hmm. looks like one of the best defenses in the country. And then in the second half, they just get ran through. They give up points. They you know, it's just not. And again, I'm, 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 I know I'm being harsh, but I'm talking about the Texas from a college ball playoff standpoint, not from just winning the the, the Big Twelve and being a Big Twelve um, yeah, we, uh, powerhouse. I'm talking about big picture college ball playoff. I, I just right. there's there's a lot of football left though. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I, it. If they, we talk about all these crazy scenarios every year, Clinton. Then it never works out that way where it's like complete chaos. You know what I mean? It always sort of gets buttoned up typically towards the end. So there may be yep, one team yep. that's got an argument, but typically we're in good shape. Although we will say again, this would have been a great year for the 12 team playoff with all mm-hmm. the the players in the mix oh, this my. year. I, I can't I can't wait for that to happen, guys. I mean, I know that the college ball playoff. The, I know there's a lot of change with the NIL, the transfer portal, the college ball playoff expansion. The conference realignment, man, but and some of it we can we can obviously cuss and discuss. But when it's all said and done, man, that twelve foot that twelve team playoff is going to be. I mean, for us fans, just just football fans, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Feel free to root for Iowa State with me when they play Texas in two weeks. If you, in fact you want to get them out of the playoff race, folks, be happy to have you on board. Well, I love you, I love you, Justin, but uh, that means <laughs> I would have to live with this Longhorn over here and, and for a week and be in a bad spot. So I, I hope you lose. Bro. Well, I hope she didn't hear this segment because you're talking about how they ain't going to get there anyway. So hopefully she wasn't listening. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. Well, I, I can talk. This, I can talk all I want to, but when they lose, it, it's rubber meeting the road. Oh. Man. She is. She is in a bad spot. I respect that. I like. I love her passion. I respect it, even if it's for the wrong team. Clint, thank you, buddy. Talk to you next week. Right. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. I appreciate him and uh, yeah. appreciate you. You got it, brother. Thank you, man. Go home. All right. Be right back. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This month is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just a short 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXU-2-4700. College sports and Parker Cadillac, that's a winning combination. I'm Rachel Parker Harding with Parker Cadillac. Make a grand entrance on game day in a 2024 Cadillac XT4 or XT5. Or load up your family and friends in the third row XT6. Tops in quality and reliability among mid-size premium SUVs. With eye-catching sport trim packages available. Shop now for exceptional savings. Visit parker-cadillac.com. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a 0. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. I'm super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Right this way. Welcome to the Million Dollar VIP Club, an all-new VIP scratch-off ticket from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. 
It's for very important players and is hiding some very impressive prizes, like a top prize of a million bucks and more than 42 million in total prizes. Be a VIP today. Ask for the new Million Dollar VIP Club Scratcher. You could play, scratch, and win a million. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Welcome back. Wait, what is this trash? Turn on some real music. That's more like it. Welcome back in the zone with Justin Agri and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Get ready for the holidays with Cash Little Rock. Cash is here to take your reservations. If you want to book for a party, maybe, you know, I don't know, pigskin, you're celebrating a new church opening up. It'd be a great place to go have a little gathering, maybe. Bite to eat. Great uh, menu. You can build it around however you like it. But uh, the Bayou Room holds up to 30 folks. Uh, but with your growing congregation, you should probably book upstairs. They can hold up to 150 people. It's a good plan. It's a great spot. Uh, inside, outside, I love it. Free valet parking, and it's a great place to go by for lunch on a Friday. Maybe you want to start a happy hour a little early. We were talking to the mayor about that the other day. I really hate daylight savings or whatever one we're in now. And uh, you turn back the clock, and it's like, you got to go to happy hour at 3 o'clock, which I'm fine doing, generally. I loved what you said to the mayor about putting Christmas before Thanksgiving. A generally stupid idea, and you were absolutely right. Thank you, Pigskin, and that's from a man of the cloth, and he de- And he deflected. He did. That's what politicians well, that's do. He, well, that's because yeah. he had a we tree have. lighting ceremony. Right, right, he had to go. Right, right. <laughs> so he's got to play ball. I get it. Anyway, Light the tree after Thanksgiving. I don't see what the big deal is there. Uh, cash is available for you right now. Again, lunch. Great romantic Friday night dinner, maybe. Uh, if you're not locked into watching the Razorbacks, or maybe go there a little early and then uh, go watch the Hall game somewhere. So uh, no TV tonight, by the way. Just on the buzz and streaming. Uh, but anyway, check out Cash and book soon 501-850-0265 if you have a holiday party you'd like to get set up or cashlittlerock.com c-a-c-h-e littlerock.com all right wes has been uh furiously over there digging into the numbers on arkansas's work in the transfer portal and the ability to bring in players that weren't starting their careers at arkansas and you found what i went to the uh, participation chart last week against florida there were 10 returners that played on defense there were nine transfers that played on defense and there were three true freshmen so you had that's 22 guys that played on defense on the participation chart so pretty pretty darn even right there Mm -hmm. Uh, when you look at it you've got 12 new players that that played last week against Florida, either in the transfer portal or or true freshmen. So uh, I'd say we're both right. There's some significant guys that came back from last year's team, but there's a lot of significant guys that are brand new to the team. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk about Veterans Day. We've got some veterans with us in studio coming up in a second, so we'll get into that. We've got one uh, that's going to holler at us here on the phone as well try to represent uh, a few different branches of our military and then we'll also visit with our friends from eat my catfish we'll check in on a few different branches of fried foods pigskin how about that yes i know that's that's scratching you where your itch close or, to my heart <laughs> well literally unfortunately yeah, clogging my heart <laughs> uh in the final hour philip martin will join us we'll talk to him about uh weekend entertainment and also uh his strange relationship with the hitman Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. We take-